Kapuna Wiki was previously recorded. Welcome to Kapuna Wiki, Hawaii's senior resource, the radio show that helps you find answers on important topics like finances, senior housing, estate planning, real estate, health, and much more. Now, let's join Kapuna Wiki hosts, Brandon Lau and Andrew Leon. Aloha and welcome to the Kapuna Wiki radio show. This month, we are talking about real estate. And today, you have us, uh, myself, Brandon Lau, and my partner, Andrew Leong. And we're going to talk about navigating a high-interest rate environment. Kapuna Wiki is Hawaii's senior resource. We talk to the best local professionals in the state regarding topics such as real estate, senior housing, estate planning, finance, and health, so our Kapuna families can find the best resources in the midst of a life transition. We strive to make sure our seniors are informed and supported every step of the way. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Brandon Lau. And I'm Andrew Leong. Your host for the Kapuna Wiki Radio Show. If you miss any shows on air, the Kapuna Wiki Radio Show is available as a podcast and can be found on Spotify, Apple, and Podbean for your listening pleasure. Our title sponsor for today is Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors, providing you with the best real estate information so you can make the most informed decisions. As they like to say, real estate is about choice. To contact them, call 808-753-9033. And now we have our Real Estate Tip of the Week, brought to you by Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors. Create smaller goals. There are many steps in the process of buying a home that will eventually lead you to the end goal of receiving the keys to your new home. You will feel less overwhelmed if you create smaller goals along the way. An example of this is paying off credit card debt, starting with the highest interest rate first. This way, this will keep you motivated and help you reach your goal. For more information on how to plan your next home purchase, contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors at 808-753-9033. Again, today we have the pleasure of speaking about real estate, and it's uh, myself, Brandon Lau, and my partner, Andrew Leong, and we are the managing partners of Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors. And it has not been an easy environment to navigate in these days, uh, interest rates are just below 7%, sometimes a little above 7%, and it's uh, a lot higher than it was a year and a half ago when people were getting rates at around 3.5%. So, of course, that dramatic increase in the 30-year mortgage rate has uh, created a more difficult buying environment, Um, essentially uh, because people are monthly payment-driven, it uh, gives them a lower price point to choose from because it makes their mortgage payments higher. So, Andrew, haven't you thought it's kind of been a, a challenging market uh, these past, um, well, year? Yeah, I mean, it definitely has. Um, you know, we're noticing that, um, you know, buyers are, are having to readjust mm-hmm. their their cr- criteria, right? even, even parameters, right, um, where they were looking in one area, you know, because of the interest rate rise, you know, they're having to shift a little bit to a different area, right. and um, you know, again, it's it's something that uh, you know we're it's a cycle that we have to deal with. Right? Right. Uh, this is not the first time we deal with interest rate rise, uh, interest rates rising. Um, however, we we've all been accustomed to interest rates decreasing, getting lower, right? Yeah, um, but we've seen interest rates rise, but not at this rate. No. So it's kind of a shock to the market. Mm-hmm. But if you if you look back at where we are in currently in rates. Um, you know, these were the same rates back in the 90s, like when my parents bought. Right. So <laughs> my parents are thinking, oh, you know, th- it, these rates are okay, right? But right, in right. reality, I mean, it, with with our, our our 
you know, buyers today, right? Because we're so used to, you know, those low three, four, or five percent rates. Right. Um, you know, everyone thinks it's it's expensive now. Right. And the funny thing is, you're right. The average rate over the last forty years was in the seven percent range. Right. So it's not like these are abnormally uh, high in terms of the span of history. But like you said, it was that quick rise that yeah. threw people off. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does uh, put buyers at a slight disadvantage, right, as you're saying. It, it does because, for one, um, you know, it, their buying power has shrunk. Mm-hmm. Um, two, uh, when the rates were low, you know, in the 25 3%, a lot of sellers had refinanced right. to the lower rate, so now that rates are at seven, you know they're they're a little, little more resistant in letting go of that, that and property. so yeah, and so therefore you know we have lower inventory, so we're still stuck with that low inventory scenario. So you have higher rates, which reduce your purchasing power as a buyer slash borrower. Correct. And you still have low inventory. Correct. Um, now of course it does vary from sector to sector or region to region. For example, single family homes, you have a lot less inventory versus condominiums where you have a more plentiful amount of inventory. And that's, of course, within the state of Hawaii. And then between region, you know, East Honolulu is very limited, whereas you have more inventory now popping up in uh, central and west Oahu. So it really depends on the area. But in general, it's not like there's a ton more inventory uh, as there was a year and a half ago. Correct. Correct. Right. So when you're helping your buyers, Andrew, um, and you're having to navigate them through this high interest rate environment, what are some planning um, ideas that you've put together or maybe some advice that you've given them to help them along this path? So I've, uh, what, I, what we've been doing with our clients mm-hmm. is um, we, we, set, we, we set a certain criteria, but we also have a backup. Right. Right. Just in case, again, um, you know, if if the market shifts again, or meaning if rates continue to go up, mm-hmm. um, we, you know, then we have a backup option. Right. Uh, that's one. Um, number two is definitely um, given given the the circumstances now, um, and while you know while they're looking and mm-hmm. finding for finding that right property, mm-hmm. um, I'm having them telling them to pay down debt faster. Mm-hmm. Right, because then it, it increases your debt to ratio, right, and then, and then in terms of the financing, uh, they can now, you know maybe get a better better pricing because of that. Yeah. So um, those are a couple of things that uh, is, is definitely going to help, um, and definitely talk to talk to their lenders about mm-hmm. because lenders today are everyone is dealing with the same scenario. Right. It's who who can come up with the best strategy mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. so different lenders have different um, promotions right uh, that they offer right. so not just sticking with one but maybe kind of shopping around with mm-hmm. different lenders to mm-hmm. see who has uh, the better pricing or, or promotion mm-hmm. um, and then that might that might help them in the long run that's great so three strategies number one have a backup option right if that first first idea doesn't pan out mm-hmm. Secondly, is pay down your debt because if you can improve your debt-to-income ratio and have less borrowed money on your on your books, then it's going to help you to make that next purchase. Correct. Right? You, you're going to borrow less. Mm-hmm. And thirdly, is talk with your lender and see what options are available. Right. Yeah. You know that uh, same train of thought of lending. 
um, one of the types of loans that have become relatively popular because of the spike in the 30 mortgage rates are HELOCs. Correct. Home equity lines of credit. And for those who are not familiar with that, it's basically a line of credit where you're using your principal residence or investment property as collateral. And so it's a line of credit whereby you can pull uh, money from that line of credit to use usually for uh, remodeling, renovations, etc. And then you can pay it down and it's revolving, it's like a revolving line of credit where you can pay it down to reduce a balance or you can use it and it'll go up and down based on your use of the product. So mm -hmm. a little more flexible in a 30-year fixed mortgage. Correct. Uh, I know there's some people who have existing HELOCs on their property and um, since they have it and it's available, they'll use that potentially for the next purchase. Yeah, and that's a good point that you brought up is because, you know, a lot of, a lot of, um, parents you know they have equity in the home mm -hmm. and so what i've seen is their parents are taking out these helocs to help their kids mm -hmm. with the down right? right and and the attractive thing with the heloc rates are a lot lower right uh, than what the current rates are the fixed rates and and you know these rates can't stay this high i mean no one has a crystal ball mm -hmm. but you know we're, we're not thinking that it's going to stay this at this rate for long right right um, and so if with these HELOCs, you have these three, four, five-year options. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So taking taking a HELOC for, let's just say, a five-year HELOC mm -hmm. at that lower rate, you have you have five years of that fixed rate. Right. During that time, if rates drop, mm -hmm. then, you know, your, your children can refinance and, you know, pay you back, pay back off. You know, you can pay down the, the HELOC or pay off a HELOC. Right, right. And so uh, that is that is one uh, another option that that is available. Yeah, and, and if you have the flexibility of a HELOC, uh, you may, you know, when, when the money's tight, you may choose to pay off the interest or pay the interest on a monthly basis and maybe not pay principal at that time. Right. And then when you have the money available, then you can pay down the principal. So it gives you that flexibility where, you know, a 30-year mortgage, again, is a different product and it's, uh, it's the most prevalent for purchasing real estate. But... Uh, you have a set monthly payment that you have to make every month. Correct. It's a little less flexible. Correct. Yeah. Well, when we come back, Andrew, we'll continue our discussion on how to navigate in this high interest rate environment, and we'll talk more about sellers and what they can do to thrive in this market. We'll be back with more Kupuna Wiki right after this. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors assists clients in buying and selling their homes by striving to create an easy and seamless transition. With multiple awards spanning most transactions of the year, client service award, and being in the top 100 realtors, Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with excellent service and care when making a major life decision. Over the years, their agents have greatly enjoyed serving each and every one of their clients as if they were family. Whether you're a first-time homeowner or a senior, they understand the challenges and complexities of the real estate process and want to help you every step of the way. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with the most information so you can make the best decision. Because as they like to say, real estate is about choice. Contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors today for a free in-person property valuation by calling 753-9033 or email them client service at choicehi.com. Welcome back to Kupuna Wiki on AM 690, The Answer. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, uh, we're talking about real estate. And it's just, 
myself, Andrew Leong, and my partner, Brandon Lau. And, you know, we're, we're talking real estate because, you know, we're in an environment where, you know, a lot of us uh, are not familiar with because, again, we've, we've had the luxury of dealing with, you know, a, a decade of really low rates. Mm-hmm. And now that rates have, you know, ro- gone up so fast, you know, it's a shock to the market. And so, you know, right before the break, we, we kind of talked about strategies for buyers and how to help them navigate. Uh, let's switch gears a little bit, Brandon, and uh, let's talk about sellers. How how are the how are you assisting and advising sellers? Well, uh, you know, being that I've been doing this for over 22 years, um, a lot of my transactions these days are with sellers, as you can imagine. And so um, they're actually in a pretty good spot. You know, I think sellers are in an environment where because of the low inventory, uh, it's helped to maintain their property values, even though the demand has not been as strong. So, Mm -hmm. you know, the market is um, substantially down in terms of number of sales uh, from last year, but prices haven't come down a whole lot. And again, it differs from region to region or, or different sector of the market. So if you're fortunate enough to be in a single family property, um, and you have low inventory in your neighborhood, you know, you're not going to see uh, like a whole lot of price cuts. You know, maybe some adjustments, um, but if it's a property that presents itself well um, and you're not overpriced, um, you're going to get a buyer, right? Condo market may be a little bit different um, because there's more inventory in that sector. Uh, you have to be a lot more competitive to to both market and, and price your property. So. It'll vary, but overall, if you're a seller, uh, there's a few things that you can do. So number one is have a realistic price uh, for your property. Okay, so maybe a year and a half ago, we were experiencing gains where, hey, if you price it, you know, uh, three to five percent above market, uh, maybe you'd still get buyers um, uh, making offers on your property. These days, you cannot price it anticipating an increase in value. In fact, you may want to do the converse and price it to potentially avoid, um, you know, a future decrease in value, right? So you want to price it at where the previous sales have been or at least try to be very, very competitive in that realm, okay? So that's one thing is be realistic with your pricing. The second thing as a seller is you definitely want to have your property show well, okay? So if you had the option, of not doing anything to your home and it's let's say a 30 40 year old property and you know it could use a fresh coat of paint could use perhaps some new flooring because that shag carpet is not in style anymore maybe the formica countertops are in good shape but you know discolored here and there if that's if i'm describing your property okay you may want to consider giving it a facelift because these days buyers are more discriminating and if they're going to choose a property, it's probably going to be a property that's move-in and they don't have to put in a lot more money into. If we can imagine, uh, because we're in a high interest rate environment, um, it's making it a little more costly for borrowers to purchase properties. So they're trying to put as much cash as they can into the purchase, which means less cash available for renovations. Mm-hmm. So if you can have your show uh, house show better, uh, doing those simple things that will... Um, allow the buyer to move in without having to spend a lot of money, um, you're definitely going to be on the top of their list. Okay, And I, I think a third thing, aside from price and presentation, is you know be, be realistic um, with the timing of the market. 
And what I mean by that is, although you can't always decide on how quickly your property is going to sell, you should have in mind a schedule of, you know, when you probably want to get offers on the property, when you probably want to close. And if for some reason your property is not performing according to the schedule that you've mapped out with your realtor, then you as a seller may want to be proactive and make adjustments, either in price or presentation, so that you can try to keep within a time frame. It's not going to help you as a seller to stay on the market for a whole year and then make a decision. <laughs> you know? I mean, we're in an environment where things happen pretty quickly. People are making decisions quickly. We're, you know, everything is digitally driven and presented. So if your um, property is on the market for a few weeks, you're going to know through feedback uh, what people are thinking. And you can make adjustments at that time. So again, don't number three, don't leave your property in the market languishing too long, but uh, get feedback. Allow your agent to tell you exactly what people are saying and make adjustments accordingly. Yeah, so those are th a few tips for sellers. Yeah, I really like I really like the um, about having having a good timing with the market because mm -hmm. again you can't time the market right but you can adjust to it mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and I think um, if you the market is going to tell you mm -hmm. how how is your market how, how's your property right, right? whether it's the price mm -hmm. whether it's uh, you know the maybe the condition mm -hmm. um, because what you can't change is the location. You can't move right. the house, right? right? So those are the only other two things that you can you can change. Can and so um, being, yeah, I like that last tip of being realistic with your timing because if you if you know that you're not getting any offers within the first couple of weeks, mm -hmm. something's wrong. Yeah. And I think at that point you wanna you wanna readjust your expectations because at the end of the day the goal is to sell the home. You right. don't want it just sitting and, and just being another listing on the MLS. Right. You don't want to be a statistic. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, let me also um, provide a little caveat to that comment. You know, it, it also depends on what kind of property you're selling. Okay, so if you are in the luxury realm of properties, let's just say over uh, two and a half mil, then your pool of buyers is going to be smaller. Right. Okay, so it's not uncommon for luxury properties to be on the market for six months or possibly a year. But uh, you're still able to get feedback from people during the time. So even though you're not getting you know, a slew of offers, your agent should be able to give you feedback so that you as the seller can make adjustments to how you're marketing the property. Mm -hmm. Okay, So again, it, it'll vary between what type of property and the pool of buyers for that property. But feedback is key to helping you as a seller to make Good decisions. Yep. Uh, that's great. So just to recap, uh, the three tips for sellers is number one, having setting a realistic price. Right. Uh, number two, you know, doing what you can to make the property show well, yep. whether it's a remodel here and there. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're not we're not saying a full renovation, mm -hmm. but if you have the means to, that'll be that'll definitely help. Right. But if you don't, um, just doing some tweaks here and there, but with the, your realtor's recommendation, mm -hmm. will help. And number three. Having a realistic timing with the market, right? Um, Brian, I want to I want to switch gears a little bit again, uh, being that you know we're we're halfway through the year. Mm -hmm. um, how how do you see? I mean, you know, we 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 don't have a crystal ball, right. but how do you see the the remainder of the year going? Oh well, uh, good question, Andrew. Uh, we're right now in uh, June, and I think the market 
is going to continue to uh, move along uh, fairly steadily. Um, and so as a seller, I think you can expect to still re receive the increase in activity over the summer months, which is typical uh, for every annual cycle. As a buyer, you can expect to see a little more competition. Uh, but I don't expect the rates to go anywhere uh, different than where they are now. In right. other words, um, even even if the environment is such that the Fed is not going to raise short-term rates, um, I don't see the rates necessarily going down because it's not necessarily a direct correlation to that um, adjustment. And then also inflation is still a factor. Right. right. So as long as inflation is still above their target of 3%, um, I, I don't see the 30-year rates moderating downwards very much. Now, next year could be a whole different ballgame, uh, but I just don't see any change happening right now. So it'll probably be just a very lateral move of the market for the remainder of the year, but with the same seasonal bump in uh, this summer. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. And one thing I was going to mention, you know, if you are looking to transition, you know, so for example, let's say not only you're going to sell, but you're also going to buy. One thing to keep in mind is that um, you want to be able to plan to make it, number one, make the transition possible, and number two, to make it easy for yourself. Okay, let me give you an example of that. So if you're on the sales side and you feel, um, you know, you want to get your best possible price, that that's totally natural, okay? But just remember, you're also going to be purchasing something on the other side, okay? So rather than trying to wait for the absolute best offer at your price that you want, you may have to be a little more flexible on your sales side. And remember, you can always be negotiable or aggressive negotiator on the buy side, right? right? So um, I was going to say that you, you want to make the transition hap happen easily um, by negotiating well on both sides and being realistic with your price, mm -hmm. right? So as, as most people know, when you make money in real estate, a lot of times you're making it on the purchase, Correct. not just on the sale. Correct. Yeah. And that's a good point is when you're doing, when you're thinking about transitioning because uh, transitioning in a market today where, you know, you may not have a lot of buyers competing with mm -hmm. because, again, everyone is dealing with the higher rates. Right. But you as a seller, because you're selling at a, a higher price, you have that much more to put towards your purchase. Mm -hmm. And and you're not having to compete with a bigger pool of buyers because right. let's just say they want to wait to buy something. Right. If rates drop, then more buyers are going to come back in, and you're going to have more competition. Right. So, so it's it's all relative. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, that that is a great tip about um, transitioning. Now, in in a in a market where you know we're we're having it's 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 a a balance trying to uh, satisfy, you know, the buyers and the sellers. Mm -hmm. um, how are how are you seeing how are you seeing like other um, other factors in the market mm -hmm. that um, you know these these clients are having to deal with? I mean, obviously, you know, you're seeing you're hearing in the news, uh, you know, the layoffs are coming. Um, are you are you having to Tell your tell your clients to make decisions now because again, mm. the the future is unknown, right? That's a good question. You know, I I think most uh, clients, uh, buyers and sellers, they have a natural motivation that isn't necessarily dictated by current events. 
And what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of times if you're upsizing, okay, your goal is to buy a bigger property uh, because of the fact maybe your your family's growing. Mm-hmm. So by pure uh, desire for more space, that is your natural motivation. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever the job market does, <laughs> your baby's gonna need a Correct. a place to live, right? right. So that's that's not going to be dictated by current events. Same thing if you're downsizing. You know, if you're in a massive 3,000 square foot home and it's just two of you or one of you, and it's just too much to handle, well, the natural motivation is to downsize or right size Mm -hmm. to something that's manageable. So I always think that those natural motivations override uh, trying to time the market Mm -hmm. or trying, you know, being affected by current events. And so it's always good to identify what those are with the help of your realtor, and then make sure you're planning for the long term, not just around these current events. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, I think those are very good tips. And, uh, you know, if, if our listeners have uh, any more questions, I mean, we would love to sit down with them and, and mm-hmm. just talk story. And if they do, how, how can they do that, Brandon? Well, they can give us a call at 808-753-9033, which is our main line. Or you can go to choicehi.com, and that is our web, uh, web address. And you know, Andrew, myself, or any one of our advisors would love to uh, chat and um, sit down with you, have a consultation, and see how we can be of service to you. That is a great point. And so thanks again uh, for giving us the time to speak with you folks. And uh, right after this commercial break, we're going to have our classic trivia. We'll be back with more Kupuna Wiki right after this. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors assists clients in buying and selling their homes by striving to create an easy and seamless transition. With multiple awards spanning most transactions of the year, client service award, and being in the top 100 realtors, Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with excellent service and care when making a major life decision. Over the years, their agents have greatly enjoyed serving each and every one of their clients as if they were family. Whether you're a first-time homeowner or a senior, they understand the challenges and complexities of the real estate process and want to help you every step of the way. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with the most information so you can make the best decision. Because as they like to say, real estate is about choice. Contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors today for a free in-person property valuation by calling 753-9033 or email them client service at choicehi.com. Welcome back to Kupuna Wiki on AM 690, The Answer. Thanks again for joining us. And as you know, Kupuna Wiki is a 501c3 Hawaii nonprofit. And if you're ever looking to volunteer to get involved or to donate to the cause, uh, please do so. You can always call us at 808-792-5188 or email us info at kupunawiki.com. And also, thank you to all the participants who called to the last week's Kupunawiki trivia. And last week's trivia question was, Oahu is home to the largest what in the world with more than 20,000 acres? The answer is the Dole Pineapple Plantation, founded in 1922, is the largest in the world. And now this week's Kupunuki trivia question is sponsored by Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors. What Hawaii high school did 2023 American Idol winner E.M. Tongi attend? 
for a chance to win a Long's gift card. Be the first person to call us at the correct answer uh, at 808-792-5188. Again, we'd like to thank this segment sponsor, Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors, providing you with the best real estate information so you can make the most informed decisions. As they like to say, real estate is about choice. To contact them, call 808-753-9033. Well, thanks for joining us today on the Kupun Wiki Radio Show, Hawaii Senior Resource. We should have to make sure our seniors are informed and supported every step of the way. Again, I'm Brandon. And I'm Andrew. And I'll see you back next time on the Kupuna Wiki Radio Show. You've been listening to the Kupuna Wiki Radio Program. If you'd like more information about today's topics, please call us at 792-5188. That's 792-5188. Or visit us online at kupunawiki.com. Until next time, aloha. The preceding program was sponsored by Kupuna Wiki, Hawaii's senior resource.